0: Get, you gave down to all the boys and all and the girls in your class, maybe your teachers? Well, this morning I want to tell you about another special Valentine, and that Valentine is found in the Bible. The Bible tells us that Jesus died on the cross and the cross is the best Valentine. Now, if you look through the Bible read the Bible, text the Bible, you'll find lots of things about how much God us in the Bible. So it's kind of like a great big down on the I'm going to read you a cup of this morning. Romans 5 8 says that God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Here's Romans 19. Be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. For God so loved the world that he gave his one man's son that whoever's Whoever believes in Him will not perish to have eternal life. John 3.16. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. 1 John 4.7. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. Psalm 103.8. The Bible is full of things Bible the that tell us much God loves us. And guess what? It's not just for each one of you, but it's for everybody in this room and for everybody in the whole wide world. Because God loves each one of us. That's how we get to say. Dear Heavenly Father, we give thanks this day that you love us and that we are your children. Help us to know.
1: here. Each child, every time Dad went out of town, they got a homemade chocolate pie. Now a lot of kids love to come to their house and put their name on. I believe her name is Teresa. Lyle. But Teresa got to that those three kids got a pie every time you left town. She wanted one, so Penny made four pies every time Dad left town. The neighbor's to got one all for them. Um, that was one story that they told. Another one was. Dad believed in breakfast. You should eat a good, healthy breakfast. Well, Henry didn't hear what they did. So Dad believed before they would, and she would put three boiled eggs on the kid's plate to make sure that Dad thought they were eating something healthy. And as soon as he left to work on her, and then he, she took up the eggs and said, "Eat whatever you want." But Mike said that he have a lot of eggs out of the pan for lunch. So. She loved the children. You love your children. You love God. In to your question, I ask you a question to think about: Do Jesus wrestle with it? How well do you love God? first, always, and then you put others before yourself. I'm going to read several scriptures, quote several this morning. I looked up the word love that all just in that four-letter word, and the Bible gateway says it 500 times it uses the word love. I actually thought it would have been more. Now, there's another form of love, loving. I also looked up loving times, because it's not a word we usually use in everyday language, like it, but it's start with biblical. Loving kindness is found 37 times and is always directly motivated and tied back to the character and the nature of who God is. Loving
2: kindness.
1: Here's the first scripture out of Proverbs 10, verse 12. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers God his definition of love always focuses on biblical truth. So that keeps balance. That keeps it in perspective.
2: Let your loving
1: kindness and your truth continually preserve. You know, we in the New Testament, 1 Peter 4, 7 and 9. But if the end of all things is at hand, therefore be serious and watchful in your prayers. And above all things, have fervent love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sins. Simon, Peter's quoting from that scripture we just read out of Proverbs. Love will cover a multitude of sins. Again, the love of God covers our sins. I want you to think about it in your own family's and Maybe it worth People around you, shoes. it's good. Sometimes you have to love people, but sometimes you just not too love. But when you do... God has our ability within our homes and our families with all our stresses and friends. We love Him because the multitude of sin. Power is the love of God. Then another passage in Matthew 5. Now Jesus goes right along. This is the extreme he makes about love. Matthew 5, 43 and 44. Jesus said, You have heard that it was said you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. I say to you, I'm telling you, you need to love your enemies. You need to bless those who curse you. You need to do good to those who hate you. And I want you to pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. The powerful think you have. Guys- The way that 1 Corinthians 13 reads, you going to have to say it. This is the way that the first two verses read in 1 Corinthians 13. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but if I have not love, I have become sounding brass, proclaiming symbol. All I'm saying don't no, pray enough. Those so of you who do, keep in tongues. But if you don't have love connected to it, you can just become. And then he says, though I have the gift of prophecy, and I could understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have if I barter myself to call. But if I haven't got love, it profits me nothing. Oh my goodness. Now God puts so much emphasis on love and expects us to operate. Not to mention, Ephesians 5 does connect between husband and wife. Husbands, listen to this. Ephesians 5, I'm going to read verse 25 now. 28, you can read all of them in context. Nine times in this passage it tell husbands to, to love their wives. This is verse 20, Bible, Ephesians 5. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. In verse 28, so husbands ought to love their own wives as their own wives. He who loves his wives Himself. I'll just take my wife's Just give up. No, we give in. We give in to his spirit. We give in to his Lordship. We give in to his control. That's what we do. He's the source. We make a decision. Today, discipline, and I told you I was going to be emphasizing the word discipline in our church, especially through Lynn and pastor's on you. We make a decision consistent discipline our lives back to our relationship with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. That's the source. He is love. God will be here to The connecting link, the connecting link between a holy God and a sinful person is God's love. God's love activates Activates and looses his grace. God's love activates his mercy. It's kind of like divine domino. The love of God initiates praise and initiates his mercy into our lives. This is a statement I'm going to repeat twice and to receive. He loves us. God loves us not because of something in ourselves, but because of something in
2: himself. He loves us. Stop and hope it. Over. Something in ourselves, something in
1: himself. Love about God's sin. Your son. We all know John makes it God so the world. and gave him. Son. Whoever believed in Him should not perish. He don't have to perish. What's made that possible? All to love one another. And then Jesus made another interesting, maybe radical right, statement in John 15 13. Jesus said, Greater love has no one than this, that to lay down one's life for his friends. Lay down one's life for his friends. What does that mean? Does it mean jumping in front of a car to save someone else's life? Does it mean throwing ourselves in bullets that are coming? In order to save someone else, protect them—is that what he meant when he said we're to lay down our lives for a friend? I don't think. I don't think these are the images that Jesus intended when he called us to you Here's some suggestion: perhaps, perhaps laying down our lives for a friend means listening—really listening to others, even when it's not. Listen. Perhaps it means helping someone who does not give us strokes when we do it. We're not expecting you to pay back. We just do it because God's love. Here's a, here's a simple one, but maybe it means turning off a ball game to have a tea party with our daughter or our granddaughter. Perhaps it means foregoing our favorite chili burger or whatever favorite food in order to stay healthy for our spouse's sake. For so the future. Maybe that's laying down our lives because we care about it. It's much easier to muster maybe a moment of nobility and maybe for ourselves in front of the world than it is to lay down our lives for one another every day in small ways. But I think perhaps that's hard of it. You can only see God once for a freedom. But we can lay down our lives for others every day. We'll either choose to do it or we'll choose not to do it. But the scriptures will still be the same. Ephesians 5 1 and 2. Ephesians 5 1 and 2. Therefore, be the imitators of God dear children. And walk in love as Christ also loved us and gave himself for us. Support, and offering in sacrifice to God for sweet smelling. God just loves it.
0: When we love what He loves. Because
1: when that happens, it has the ability to cover a multitude of sin. Remember the story that if we're approaching Easter. We'll celebrate all day first in the week of Holy Week and go have communion here. All that night, we know that Jesus instituted communion.
2: The Gospel of John
1: tells the story in John 13 about Jesus washing the disciples' feet. Remember? He begins to wash their feet. And he asked us to lay down our garments. He took off the garment. He grabbed a towel. Remember the scene? And they're kind of freaked out. They're all sitting around the table. in that day in Jerusalem, they were probably sitting down with their feet kind of curled behind them. he starts going around and washing their feet. He said, You'll not wash my feet. Jesus said, If you don't let me wash your feet, you'll have no part. Me. He said, we'll Wash me all over the Lord. What's he teaching? He's teaching them to the love of me. Lay down his life. We too have to take off the garment of pride. I think he preached around the other night. garment of pride. garment of pride is our comfort. We must pick up the towel humility, and service. Looking for opportunities to fulfill the call of love. Are you laying down the social and also the spiritual status that maybe you feel like you deserve? It? Because love requires us to put down that social status and that spiritual status that we think we have. It is love. Are you looking for opportunities to promote up? their well-being, their dreams, and their programs and their agendas. Are you helping others, not just yourself? Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy strength, and all thy mind. Love thy neighbor as I said. Close with this: as we are in Lent
2: season,
1: and as we are challenging ourselves. If you were doing this, you've already taken one of these crosses, the Sheila mentioned and laminate all of these and there's a tree called the surrender tree that's out here in the Chestnut tree Lobby. perhaps you've seen it. You can go by you from those crosses, you may want to keep it private when you write something on it for yourself but you feel like you need to surrender or maybe a discipline that you feel like you need to take on during these days as we make our way easier. If, like, if you like you can put down that surrender hanging on that tree, which is just a symbol of surrender, God's love. So I challenge you to do that. But as you do, I pray that the motivating factor, whatever you surrender, whatever you discipline yourself to do for God, may you be motivated. so simple to say it, put-